from Exodus chapter 20, and it says, You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. And I'd like to continue the series uh, for uh, a couple months probably that I started a few months ago, the series on the Ten Commandments from the Westminster Shorter Catechism. And so we have the Ninth and the Tenth Commandment to complete yet. And uh, when we do that, we'll talk about what they mean, but also what is required and what is forbidden in them. And then, Lord willing, we'll continue on in the Catechism. Now, basically, in this commandment here, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. We are commanded to speak the truth. Our Lord, the Lord God, is called the truth in many places in Scripture, but in Psalm 31, for example, he is called the Lord of truth, and he cannot lie. So because we are like him, we're to be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect, we are commanded and uh, empowered by the Holy Spirit to speak truth. We're able to know it and speak it, and we're to cease lying. And we're to conform to him and his character, not conform to the world, which is led by the devil, who is the father of lies. So uh, you remember when standing before Pilate, Jesus said these words. He, he said, uh, well, he said he came to bear witness to the truth. And then he also said, everyone who is of the truth hears his voice. And uh, to that, Pilate said, what is truth? Now, I don't really think Pilate really wanted to know. Uh, he asked the question, you know, what is truth? He's probably being sarcastic. What is truth? He didn't really want to know what, what the truth was. In fact, he was a skeptic, probably like, uh, philosophically anyway, like the Greeks. He was a skeptic. He probably didn't believe that you could even know the truth. It's unknowable. Uh, but truth with a capital T was standing right in front of Pilate, and he was still blind to who Jesus was, the truth. And obviously, Pilate did what was expedient to him anyway. He uh, placated the Jewish leaders and the people that uh, they had stirred up uh, who were asking for Jesus' uh, death. He placated them and uh, gave Jesus over to them. And when you think about it, uh, this is what sinful people do. Without the grace of God and regeneration in Jesus Christ, we lie and we speak, the, we speak untruth to protect ourselves. That's what Pilate was doing. He did what was good for him. And this comes naturally to us, of course. So we, are, uh, we here know that uh, the truth is in Jesus Christ. And it is also revealed in his word. But those who, who will not bow before the king of kings, uh, well, they, they speak and they live uh, lives of untruth. That's what they do by nature. And only those regenerated by God, someone who has repented from sin and has by faith believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, can begin to learn to speak the truth. Anyone who denies that Jesus Christ is the truth is a liar, according to 1 John, and is not of the truth. And I was, as I was thinking of this uh, uh, commandment this week, um, I got in the car after work and turned on the radio, and, you know, there's just a lot of political ads. And so the first one that came on was a woman, and she was saying, you know, my opponent is terrible. I mean, he's, she didn't call him a liar, but basically that's what she was saying. He doesn't know what's right. He doesn't know what's good. And I thought, okay. And then right after that, her opponent came on, and he basically said the same thing. And so I got thinking, hmm, you know, if you heard both of those, who, who's telling the truth? They're both saying they're both lying. And uh, it's kind of like the presidential debates. I, I <clears throat> didn't have the stomach to listen to all of them, but, uh, you know, we had two people each saying that they are speaking the truth, and the other one is basically a liar. And in fact, you know, the debates made me, I don't know if they made you, but they make me think that, uh, you know, truth is a precious rarity in our culture. 
And I think especially during the election season, it seems. And, you know, I'm not just being pessimistic. I, I, this is, you know, people lie and they deceive to get what they want. And then they can justify it in any, you know, in many ways. And it's kind of like the old joke uh, you, you've heard, you know, how do you know if a car salesman is lying? Well, his lips are moving. And, you know, I have nothing against car salesmen, and I'm sorry if some of you were or know somebody who was. Because, you know, any profession has people who, who deceive and, uh, in, and can justify it. In Proverbs 10:19, it says, In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking, but he who restrains his lips is wise. In other words, if you're talking a lot, and your mind is not word-centered or led, being led by the Spirit at that point, it is very easy to be speaking untruth and to deceive and uh, to say things that harm your neighbor. It's extremely easy. Proverbs 17:28 says, Even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. In other words, he's not speaking. When he shuts his lips, he is considered perceptive. And uh, so if you want to appear truthful, even if you're having untruthful thoughts, um, it, it's good to just not be speaking sometime. But the ninth commandment is saying, but you should speak the truth. When you speak, it should, you should be speaking the truth. And uh, this precludes gossip. It precludes uh, slander or deception or malicious talk or what is called in the, uh, in the confession an evil report. And over the, the next several weeks, Lord willing, I'd like to cover more of what this commandment means. But today, we are re- reaffirming that we must speak the truth. We must speak the truth, and the truth is in the Lord Jesus and in his word. So we should be more and more, if you want to be speaking truthfully, we should be more and more speaking the word to each other. And uh, I believe this is actually what defines true fellowship. You know, a lot of things go, uh, you know, say, well, I had fellowship and I, I was doing these things, but um, true fellowship, I believe, relates to the word. And our fellowship, of course, today, and probably the most word-centered uh, fellowship we have in any given week is on the Lord's Day. We pray the word of truth together, we listen to the word of truth read and taught, and we we read and recite the word of truth together. And in coming to the Lord's table, as we will now, we are coming before the Lord of truth to affirm that he is the truth and that we are committed to the truth in our speech, in our actions, in our words. And basically, we are seeking grace as we come to this table to turn from lying, which is so easy for us to do, in fact, to hate it. And we are reminded here of the gospel in Jesus Christ, who bore our sins in his body on the cross, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. So we are to live the truth. Let's pray. Lord, sanctify us in the truth. Your word is truth. We humble ourselves as those who are not always truthful before the one who is truth, And we seek your grace to grow in righteousness and in the knowledge of the truth we have in Jesus Christ. Lord, we have experienced the truth and power of the gospel. And we are affirming that in this communion with you. As we eat the bread, remembering your broken body on the cross. And as we drink the cup, remembering your blood shed for us, your sacrifice for us. And we come in the name of Jesus Christ, who is the truth. Amen.